Hello everyone and welcome to episode 21 of the Hip Hop Shit Slop Podcast. enough of a snippet that you guys deserve of the Beastie Boys. You can have more if you desire it. And if your thumbs have the ability to type in B and then E, and I think that Spotify or iTunes will probably handle the rest. Anyways, that was the Beastie Boys. (laughs) No sleep till Brooklyn. It's episode 21 and we are very lucky guys to have a very, I don't say special guest with, uh, I say with the lightest heart possible because we have a hip hopper in the building and what a building it is, and we'll talk about this very soon. Please, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Fresh Violet. Yes. Welcome to the hey, podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. You're very welcome, dude. Thanks so much for being part of it. Heck yeah, of course. So, welcome to Sydney. You've been here for a day, and you've already been yeah. accosted <laughs> by someone in a 7-Eleven. Just to give that you a bit special. of a heads up, guys, only an hour previous to this very moment in history, uh, both myself... And Fresh Violet. May I call you Fresh Violet? Would you yeah. prefer Fresh or Violet? Fresh Violet. Fresh Violet. I'll use the whole name. In that case, I am Simon Francesco Bosco, and I will only be referred to that as from now on. Yeah. <laughs> no, just call me Chich. Um, no, we got accosted in a 7-Eleven because apparently we weren't making coffee quick enough, which I had absolutely no idea that we had uh, any control over the speed of the machine. But the man initially was quite uh, mean to yourself. Yeah, he started with you. He wanted a dollar from you. He did. He wanted a dollar. And unfortunately, I didn't have any spare change in my pocket. I would have gladly Mm. given it to him. Mm. Um, But I think he kind of like unraveled himself pretty quickly to the kind of person that maybe I don't want to give a dollar to. No. Because maybe he wanted to put his fist through my skull. He did say that. He said it multiple times. Yeah, like you're certainly not um, reading between any lines there. Which is very, <laughs> very specifically, was quite clear about where his fist should go. Yeah, I'm not Robin thicking this, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. reading through blurred lines for like hidden meanings. He was about as specific as a gentleman with his level of diction could be about <laughs> the physicality with which he chose to uh, put himself on me with. And I couldn't have been nicer about it. I was silent. I just stroked my beard and waited for it all to be over. Most, like, a lot of tragedy in my life. (laughs) Um, And then he left, and the guy behind the 7-Eleven counter was only assertive enough to go, hey, (laughs) to which the guy went, you go fuck yourself as well. I'll die for this coffee. He said that. He said he'll die for this coffee. So I think it's great that, um, I, I think it's great that there's, you know, there's battlers out there that are still willing to die for coffees. Anyway, absolutely. absolutely. I'm, I'm just thinking about all the wars we could fight for coffees. I mean, caffeine's pretty important to me. I'm just thinking about what I'd do for a coffee. Would you murder someone for a coffee? We're really going to get into the briny depths of what makes up the human construct and its addiction to Java now. I feel like I'd pay more than $2 and do often. <laughs> Which is so almost I the mean, same as murdering someone. Yeah, it depends what you do for a buck, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it was a shocking. He really needed that coffee. Yeah. So I mean, like we're fully, like we're we're currently in a building. It's a, the the jazz building, if you know it, in Surrey Hill. It's we're surrounded by 
incredible murals and graffiti and yeah it's so sick. it looks like an abandoned like detroit building it's just it's the best place for a hip-hop podcast to be so if you hear a bit of wind it's you know it's a slight infraction for what we have to go to to get this kind of surrounding it's but anyways it, how has your time been in sydney so far up until now you had a gig last yes, night? Yes, the gig went so great. Awesome. At the Lansdowne. Um, I was celebrating my album launch. Great. And what's exciting. the album called? Shall we, we could all know, please? Yes, uh, Fifty Shades of Violet. Fifty Shades of Violet. The album. Awesome. Yeah. Is, there a, I'm guessing, is there a hidden meaning behind the Fifty Shades? Is it just as, as you see, Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Violet? Yeah, I mean, there's, well, there's the, uh, you know, obvious play on words, yeah. um, and there's also, I think it's very apt because the whole concept and structure of the album is just examining different parts of myself, and it, uh, if you read between a lot of lines, I probably if you know me, it would be easy to do this, but if you know, you know, a little bit about me, it's sort of, there's a bit of a story arc, like there's a bit of a subtle concept that sort of runs through it. Great. Um, and yeah, and it just sort of gets into different emotions and different aspects and different genres as well. It's just really trying to, um, you know, personally for me, like just push my boundaries as far out as they could be expressively and creatively. Which is, I love that. Like, I don't, are you aware of um, a rapper? He's not, I don't think he's been doing anything for a long time, but he was my favorite for the period of time he existed. Lewis Logic? Do you know Lewis Logic? Mm, no, I don't think so. He had an album called Cinematic, spelled S-I-N-O-Matic. Very clever. Ah, if we were going to be playing on words, let's, let's, let us play in those words for a little bit, please. In that sand pit <laughs> yes. of uh, pluralities and <laughs> vocabulary. But um, and his was like like every single song was like a completely new concept. To the point where I think it's my favorite concept album. By the way, we're gonna have a Take dog care. feature in this podcast as well if he's eager enough to come down and have a bit of a chin wag with us. <laughs> but um, I love a concept album. That's the point. Is that yeah. like his album Cinematic is one of my top five hip hop albums ever because it's just such a great concept album. And I love oh. the restriction, like and like the art that you have to create within that restriction when you're just like I'm not just gonna rap about anything. Like oh, this exactly. is like that song. I love that song. Ask is it called Ask Busy? Ask Busy. Like, it's great. Like, it's not just, like, it's, like, I love just bars and I love clever bars and smart bars, but I also love that it's just, like, calling for advice and I'll tell you how to... Yeah, it's, it's certainly got a concept behind it. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, most of the songs on the album are sort of that approach to some extent. Like, I've certainly got freestyles and, um, you know, competition entries and things like that up on Facebook where I'm just barring out and just saying stuff and trying to rap real good yeah um but i love album, when you rap real good hey thanks <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> i'm always just like oh hey yeah i said that <laughs> do you ever get like like do you ever like get taken aback by like because actually the first question i wrote down to ask you was how old were you when you realized you could construct a bar mm. and when you come up with like just like a solid bar or like a solid few bars in a row like do you ever yeah. just like get do you, is that like a whirlwind it, process and then yeah, you step back and you're okay. like whoa what did i just create Actually, yeah, I've got a story for you. Please! Oh, we're all about stories. <laughs> I want to shout out my friend Kudos, who's another rapper who, um, you know, we talk about our craft together sometimes. And and he asks me quite penetrating questions sometimes, or, or well, sometimes we're going through the same problems of like, you know, uh, organizing PR and our releases and things like that. And um, he, he's someone who's been kind enough to give me advice. And he was, talking, he was telling me one time about how when he hires PR company to help with the release, he, 
he would ask them, okay, you've got, I want to hear you sell me to me kind of thing. Right, that's and very ingenious. Yeah. Ingenious. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I fucked up the word ingenious. <laughs> so that just shows how little genius I am. Oh, the beautiful <laughs> irony. It's on purpose. It works. Yes, it was all for the purpose of comedy. I'm trying it so hard for so long. Um, so you sell me to me is such yeah. a great concept. Mm, and, and I... See, even the birds are clapping now. <laughs> That's how pro that concept they are. <laughs> there you go. And and we were having that kind of chat, and I was in a, I was in that same spot. Of, I just hired someone. I was like, and, and I'd ask them like, hey, so you know, what you, what are you going to tell people? Like, what what can you like? I wasn't even sure if they knew that much about me yet. And I was like, so right. t- so tell tell me like what what do you what do you think of like what I'm doing and. Mm. Where I'm at and what's like, what's going on? Like, tell tell me what what you reckon's going on. Here. You're like my mouthpiece, so I want to know what's going to come out of those lips. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And um, and I was just explaining to Kudos how I wasn't sure if they understood. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they understood what my vibe was, and I was just explaining to him. I was emailing them, trying to tell them like I'm the best rapper in the world. I'm one, I'm up there. I'm one of them. I'm I'm up there with Kanye. I've got a self-produced album coming out. That's some Kanye shit. Do they understand? I'm the white female Kanye of Australia. <laughs> and like, I'm joking. <laughs> but also, I want to go back to, so your album is completely self-produced. Yeah. You created every beat on that. Yeah. That's, oh man, where yeah. are those pigeons? Can we get those I pigeons know. back, please? I want someone else to clap you other than myself. That's amazing. Um, two of the beats are produced in collaboration, but um, yeah, there's 12 tracks and wow. yeah. Wow, the holistic the ex- artist. producer. That's so great. Yeah. Well, do you get more enjoyment out of one or the other? Or do you um, find equal enjoyment yeah. out of both? Do you know, I find rapping a little bit easier. Really? production's so technical. Right. Um, so it's a lot always, of finicky work. There's always so much more to learn, and you have to sit down at your computer sure. to learn it. But rapping, you can do it anywhere. Do you have a place where you like most like to create raps? Like on a walk? Do you have like a cafe? Yeah, stuff comes to me um, on the treadmill. Right. Uh, in the shower, um, when I'm driving, and yep. when I'm falling asleep the most. Do you ever, it's like, it's a bit from a comic. I can't remember who it is. It's an old one, but he's like, I, as I fall asleep, I think of jokes and then I either like write the joke down or I have to convince myself that the joke wasn't funny enough because I'm now I'm going to fall asleep mm. and forget that joke. Like, yes. do you ever like have that, like, is this worth getting out of bed and writing down kind of moment? Definitely. Definitely. Right. I try and do it as much as I can because, um, yeah, conscious awake you will be the best judge of it. Like I'm sure I've forgotten amazing bars. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I just try and get everything down and I'm a real believer in, um, you know, not ever having writer's block if you just write down everything. Like, Do I you think, like have a time, like a day? Like I have to write like 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, um, or like this amount of time a week? Or do you just like whenever inspiration strikes? I would love to have that but it's hard when you're so busy and you do everything yourself. Yeah. So I sort of have phases of I'm in this phase where I'm writing, I'm in this phase where I'm making beats, I'm in this phase where I'm focusing on a film clip and because there's so many aspects that you need to honour and you need to do them all really well. So yeah. I've found like as much as it would be so sick for, you know, uh, all my skill levels to be working on every single skill, every single day. Yeah, just hitting that <sighs> Sometimes, gym. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. Hitting that mental gym. Yeah, you have, um, I found for me to think about it in phases, because there's a really real, um, 
issue when when you're a multidisciplinary person of like the gear shift right and and the time that it takes to shift gear from one chore or activity or task to another do you know what i mean which i think is fascinating because i think a lot of people just see renaissance people like let's like donald glover Mm. They just think, oh, he was probably just born with the talent of like singing mm. and rapping and producing and, and acting and being a comedian. And <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough fingers on my hand to keep slapping for yeah. his qualities. But trust me, he's got more that I haven't mentioned right now. A writer so as many. well. He, yeah. He wrote for um, 30 Rock and other shows. Um, yeah, Atlanta's amazing. Oh, yeah. I haven't actually watched Atlanta. Oh, I really got to hop on that. You would like that. Yeah, you I can't like wait to get into Atlanta. It's, yeah, it's gritty. I'm such a slave to the two programs I use to stream things because I just don't want to... I don't want to get an email from my internet provider saying that I've been naughty, but oh, I'm course. willing to fuck them up now, man. I've been I've been accosted by a gentleman this morning. I'm up for a fight, you know what I mean? You're tough Bring now. it on, TPG. Anyways, I'm going to stop. Cred. <laughs> yeah. I've earned my stripes. Yeah. I'm very accomplished. <laughs> so, um, so how old were you when you started rapping? True and journaling. Oh, yeah. oh you're a bit of a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the word for someone who puts journal? Um, um, but yeah, right. So, and you would keep it. a journal in like rhyme structure, or that no, was just you getting just your thoughts writing. down on a page. Yeah, I think any kind of writing really helps. And I, I, I would say, I think because I journaled a lot, that made me really good at other types of writing. And you know, I'd like smash my essays and my book reviews <laughs> in school. And you know, I just always. Um, was pretty strong with language and loved reading yep. loved lyrics and things like that. So that was kind of the start. And I remember being 12 and hearing Eminem for the first time and it, and having this moment, like I think a lot of white people did of like, Whoa, am I allowed to rap? Right. Cause up <laughs> until then it was like the beastie boys and I think mm. third base. They're and a bit before my time. Yeah. So I think some people who, who may be my gen, and I didn't grow up around hip hop at all. Like I didn't have my parents playing it or anything, or you know, any older brothers who, you know. Man, that'd be the coolest shit to have a parent that like from out. Like, what, what, what? How old are you? If, oh, if you don't no. mind me asking, is I that? Mind. Oh, you mind? Fair <laughs> enough. Let's just say that she's between eighteen and ninety. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's in that demographic. Well, I'm thirty-four. Okay. And at my age, if I had a parent that was playing hip hop, that would have been the coolest fucking shit hell yeah like my dad's into neil diamond and kenny rogers and my mom's yeah. into the monkeys and nothing else <laughs> she <laughs> only likes the monkeys yeah that is oh no wow. sorry the monkeys and the sister act 2 soundtrack wow we listen to that every trip to melbourne available which okay, is Mama. a yeah thanks dude i really yeah. know everything that Whoopi goldberg's ever spat on wax and that's about it but um important yeah i think it's actually cooler to discover hip-hop yourself it feels like Thanks. you're. <laughs> 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 I like because uh, like, it felt like you're part of like a club that like not many people were when I was yeah. young. I don't know if you felt the same because like not everyone was into hip hop back then or back whenever. For me, like nobody, like not a single kid at my school. I don't think like there was maybe one kid in high school like Tupac, and it was almost kind of weird. Right. <laughs> it was weird to like hip hop back then, right? Yeah, my school was a big metal school. Oh really? Yeah. Yep, so it was just like after uni. So even know. those metal crossovers with hip hop, like, is it body cam? I thought they were lame. What's that? I thought they were lame back then. Yeah, they I didn't kind get of it. were, and I think they still mm. kind of are. I think they're kind of like, it's like the scar of hip hop, you know? Yeah. I did that finger gesture where you oh, seem like you brush dust off your index finger. I don't know what that means, actually. It was kind of like a tisk tisk, a physical tisk tisk. But, um, 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, like I think it was called Body Count, which was uh, not Vanilla Ice. Oh my god, <laughs> that would actually make him like semi tough. No, um, Ice T and I don't know a metal band, right. and it was just like rapping over the top of him. And yeah, like it was kind of. Mm. And then you had like your Limp Biscuits and shit like that, yeah. which was yep. even worse. It's <laughs> like so, so, so much worse. They're, they've got a good nostalgic value to them, I dare say. But um, I was thinking about them last night, and the opening mm. line of Roland is, "Now I know y'all be loving this shit right here." And I'm like, give me a chance to listen to the song first. That's true. You know what I mean? Fred Durst <laughs> with your backwards red cap. Don't fucking tell me what I'm going to like. Yeah, that's confidence for you. Yeah, it really is. Uh, unfounded. Um, <laughs> Very unfounded. Hey, I'm... Your words, not mine. I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to hate on Limp You can biscuit. come at me, Fred. You can come at me, Fred, if you want. That's I'm, not, I'm not keen for any Biscuit fans to come after me. <laughs> they can come after me. I'm happy to take the hate. If you sue me, you're only making this thing more popular and you're setting this ship a sail in a further direction. Now I'll tell you pro- what, though. Now yeah. I've got one more thing to add. Please. Before we go to an ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about, the, about the, my sponsors. We're sponsored by Tide Pods. <laughs> we're going to oh, have to eat them at the yeah. end of this show. It's kind of like a hot ones, but we both die at the end of this. That's oh, how it yeah. goes. I've had a good life. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it ended with a 7-Eleven coffee and a views. Look, it ended how it started. Ouroboros. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a constant circle. Yes. Time is a flat circle. Beautiful. So, I love um, it. I was just saying that that um, Fred Durst ego leads me back to my own. Because right. I was going to tell you, um, you know, I was, I was explaining to Kudos about, like, you know, yeah. how I'm a genius. Right. Basically. Because, you know, I really relate to Kanye. I'd say Kanye is one of my biggest influences. Okay. And a lot of people don't find him relatable. but the, And obviously, we have very different lives. I'm a small, white, Australian female. Right. You know, he's a black guy in America. Like, whole different... Thing. He's in a, a different... And now he's, you know, a multi-millionaire. Socioeconomic bracket, but, I imagine. Yeah, I, I would say our general lives don't have a lot in common. But, you know, when I hear Kanye, you know, getting up in interviews for the last 10 years and announcing, hey, everyone, I'm a genius. I'm amazing. Did you know? Like, I and people see that and think, like, wow, what a wanker. But I see that and think, like, yeah, I understand why he has to say that because people are not giving him the credit he deserves. Like, he is a genius... And that, and for him to say that, he's just stating a fact. Well, in my he stipulated opinion. that he's a god. Yeah. I am a god, I believe, is the lyrics for the song. I, I get that. Yeah. That speaks to me. <laughs> I'm a god too. <laughs> like, I get that. You know, we're all gods. Like, it's so important. Like, and I think for him, uh, you know, like, obviously, given all, um, you know, America and all the oppression he will have faced all his life for him to state that he is a god that was really revolutionary to a lot sure. of people and so empowering so, yeah, so and so important because um, I think I, I think I heard him talking about this in an interview so yeah Kanye claiming he's a god I relate I think was my point. We got a bit distracted. That's true. A lot of things have (laughs) happened around us. This podcast is chopped into about three or four different sections because we keep being um, disrupted by loud abuse (laughs) uh, from strangers to other strangers. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a tough one to get through, but I feel like we're really killing the condensed um, amount of time that we're allowed to have. I totally had a story. Can you tell me, so what did your, uh, what did your PA uh, person end up doing as your synopsis? Because you asked them, what did you want to, how, like, how would you sell me to me? Totally. I mean, I think they did their best, but 
Yeah, I've... The whole thing is confusing. I can't remember why that was my segue. Oh, yeah, egos. I was talking right. about egos. Because um, you asked me if I ever write anything and go, wow. Yeah, that's In right. the way that Fred Durst must. When he, you know, <laughs> Every time he dons that red cap. Yeah. <laughs> asserts himself in that way. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever... Um, you know, I think it... Hmm, yeah, maybe bring that flavour but not say it in those words. Right. Hey, right? Have a bit more um, tact about it. But I think the point I was trying to say was I was explaining to Kudos the other day um, that I wrote some bars and after I wrote them, I did step back and say, wow, should I call Menza? <laughs> Someone get the think tank on the line because I got some real gems. That Someone I call Harvard. Right. Get because Yale. Because I need an honorary PhD awarded to me right now. Uh, would we, uh, would we be able would we be privy to these bars? Or, or is that not? Is it too I early? Save them. Are they too uncooked? Or is but it just one... like you want to keep them in the pocket? <laughs> Basically. Anyway, but I always, uh, I'm, I'm just sharing these personal thoughts with you because I usually just save them for kudos because he gets it. Cool. That, well, now um... upwards of a thousand people will be able to hear. Well, hopefully, <laughs> anyways, we'll see how let's, much. Let's speak it into existence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, um, basically, what I'm trying to say is uh, ego is good, especially in hip hop. You've got to back yourself, you've got to believe in yourself. And I feel like, you know, I hear Kanye talking about, like, you know, he's a god, he's a genius. And, like, and he has to say that because people weren't giving him his proper credit. So I feel like if I am in the position where people aren't giving me the credit, make like, your own what credit. Do, and what do you feed do? It yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's still something I'm trying to figure out because, you know. Oh, gosh. Um,. Little, little sound effects going yeah, on everywhere. Yeah, you just heard the the, uh, the the muted bongos of a UE broom shutting itself off. Even what that you, doesn't want to listen to itself. What are you saying? I've got a bongo kit right here. <laughs> That's it. what it was. It's just tiny, <laughs> tiny hands hitting tiny bongos. Yes. I got a few couple of questions, if I may. I, I prepared because... May uh, I sneeze? This is very... You may sneeze. <laughs> I'm going to sample that sneeze and turn that into a sick beat. Yes. Um, here's a question. <laughs> Yep. Sneeze. Uh, <laughs> that I was um, very curious about. Like, uh, upon listening to your album, I noticed that you got, like, really funny and clever punchlines. And I was oh, just wondering, do you like a lot of comedy in your hip-hop? Because I love, like, yeah. punchlines, like, bar punchlines are, like, my favourite thing. Like, yeah. Little Wayne, Nicki Minaj, like, yeah. that style of, like, like set-up punchline, set-up punch. I love that stuff. Like, do That's you... what got me into hip-hop. Really? Like, in the big, like, that, like, obviously there's so much great Young stuff Young Money, Cash Money? It. Yeah, a lot of that, that, and Kanye, and, and those um, lines that just hit you, and it's so yeah. clever and so funny. That was, like, you know, obviously, like, I love everything about hip-hop, but that's what got me really addicted. Like, that is, that's the good stuff, so. My favourite line from last year, I, I don't know who was by, which makes me the saddest out of all this, but it's like, people are beefing over cheese like upside-down lasagna, <laughs> which I thought was a great, like, little mwah. It's just such a visual little mwah, little ditty for you out there. But, um, yeah, I love, like, yeah, hip-hop so and comedy. Clever and silly. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Clever and silly is my wheelhouse. That's the only place that I live inside of. Yeah, um, that's a good place to be. <laughs> I was curious about what you thought about Spotify because I've been thinking about Spotify lately, and mm. a lot of people like kind of usually discuss like how little the artists get, and I think that's yeah. abysmal. But I also think that now people have the opportunity um, and the access to artists that they never would have had in, in, yes. back in the day, which Spotify allows to happen so where do you stand on the spotify fence like are you pro anti do you use it but kind of have disdain for it oh look 
yeah, it's so many pros and cons. Like, I love it as a consumer, obviously. Like, you know, yeah. pay peanuts and you can listen to every song in the world really easily anytime. So it's great. And it's so great for people to have access to stuff. Like, you know, I remember, you know, uh, maybe I'm betraying my age slightly here, but I remember having LimeWire. Ah, and, uh, was that you know, uh, was this after <laughs> Napster? Was it Napster yeah. then LimeWire? Yeah. LimeWire <laughs> yeah, is the we, second. I had LimeWire and, you know, uh, and almost no internet. <laughs> yeah, 56.6k dollar. Stuff like that. That's what we're working with. So music was way less accessible. Like people take so for granted now. But the problem is if artists aren't being paid properly, that makes our job so hard. Yeah. And like, you know, on the extreme spectrum of success, like, you know, we're going to see less rock stars basically. And like, because we need people to idolize, right? True, 100%. So, and, and if people are making music that changes your life it you know in, impacts culture and, and you know it's affecting everyone in the world and people are loving it of course they should you know be rewarded and <laughs> yeah i feel like you most know? artists make their money off touring and merch these days yes definitely is that where the main kind of like the bread and butter comes from because yeah, I, like I think what's so. I, I don't know if vince was telling the truth or like expanding mm. the truth a little mm. bit but i heard it's like you got to have your album played is it a thousand or ten thousand times for to get the same money in as if someone bought your album in the first place that sounds about right yeah. ten thousand wow about, that's a yeah, lot of spins right. oh my god yeah it's crazy that's why um, like please if you're out there and you use free spotify just stop <laughs> Spend the ten dollars, guys. Hey, I no, need... do both. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll do both. <laughs> uh, people, people look at your Spotify numbers, and um, you know, uh, you know, it, it it's hard to um, kind of put value on an artist, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, to for booking shows and billing people, and um, you know, assessing their popularity and stuff like that. And people will look at your Spotify spins. So please actually play me on repeat and buy my album and come to the show. Oh, do all of it. I don't ask for much. Buy a fucking t-shirt, guys. Yes, Vizzy got t-shirts. Freshvizzy.com. Fresh, V-I-Z-Z-Y.com. Got your merch hookup. Yes, please do that. Is it your girl's birthday? I got you. Is it your birthday? Treat yourself. (laughs) <laughs> you heard it first <laughs> or second um, you could be listening to this podcast for the, even the fifth time in which case thank you um, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your personage um, well maybe a couple more questions then we'll play your tracks yeah cool we'll give you guys a little sample of what's on the uh, Fifty Shades of Violet terrific um, another thing that I was very curious about uh, like I ever since a young age like I obsessed and I still do to this day over learning every single word of every single one of my favorite songs Amazing. so that I could perform them perfectly in the car to myself for no one else. <laughs> like, I mean, when I was 15, nice. like I could do Buster Rhymes at parties and people would be like, that kid's cool Ooh. until like I did the whole song and like, that kid's out of breath and he's fat. <laughs> and then I'm very not cool again instantly. Um, Great party trip. <laughs> thank you, yeah. Watch me turn blue. Um, <laughs> but do you, are you similar? Like, do Because I always see it as like a puzzle. Like I haven't sorted this puzzle out until I've gotten every single word and every single bar down pat yeah. and I can do it verbatim. Or do you just like um, let it wash over? Do you just like enjoying the music for what it is instead of? Yeah, I I am am more of the person who will like pick little gems, pick little bits that I love, rather than like, I'm not I'm not a real player song on repeat person. Right. I, think I used to be when I was a kid and I had CDs and play my favorite albums on repeat, but these days so much stuff. So much stuff. Oh, I love just like getting through the new 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 find you know 
always finding new stuff to listen to. But on the other hand, like, yeah, that really helped me learn to rap and learn about flow was to learn some, like, really important verses. And, yeah. What's some yeah. of your most important verses? <clears throat> oh, okay. I learned um, Hip Hop by Deb Prez. Oh, the start um, of the Chappelle show. Ooh, exactly. nothing but yeah, great yeah. song. Go out and listen to that if you haven't listened to it yet, so or if you haven't listened favorites. to it in a while. Um, yeah, just anything with good flow, I'd sort of go over it. Um, Biggie, do you ever get yeah, deep love, into any Biggie stuff? I love Biggie. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a master. I, the more the more I learn about rap, the more and more I appreciate him. Right, I he's just say. he's he's just so constantly entertaining and mm. palatable yep. and his ability to tell stories but be yep. funny while yep. he's doing it sorry I'm, I'm burping my way through this sentence and it's absolutely <laughs> horrible for everyone out there listening i apologize so much let's go for the last couple of questions if we okay. can and see if we can uh, do like a rapid fire? put a bow on this fucking podcast for the last few minutes all right all right i was wondering what what's like the funnest and the shittest parts of making an album oh um the funnest part is just writing stuff and coming up with ideas and then just being like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right I'm a, I'm a fucking genius <laughs> yeah that's that's my uh, little internal monologue <laughs> <laughs> just then, the word genius cycling around on <laughs> a hamster wheel <laughs> hey you, you know like hypnosis is a thing like you yeah, know that's positive right. self talk like hey you know Man, you deserve to think about it. If no one else is going to think you're a genius, you should think yourself a genius. No one thinks I'm a genius. Not even me. Yeah, So I can't wait till I get on my side and then other people can get on my side. Yeah, perfect. Better love yourself first. It does help. It does help, I think. Is there laborious parts of album making? Like, is it the promotion and that kind of stuff? Like, marketing? That's my least favorite part about comedy is... Right. Or like the admin side of shit. I mean, that's probably yeah. most people's least favorite part about yeah. it. But... Oh, I'm definitely no rappers who are like just big on promoting themselves and networking and then forget to rap. <laughs> yeah. Like Denzel Curry says, the Clout Cobain's out there, man. Yes. It's... Are you a Denzel fan, by the way? Oh, I love me some Denzel. Yes. Oh, great album we put out this year. Yeah. Okay, another question I had, and, and this is hopefully going to be very educational for the people listening uh Ooh. where are the best places to perform where are your favorite places to perform and where are the best places to go see live hip-hop in sydney hey. and melbourne or just around australia wherever i'm playing well where are you playing get it get it i'm, <laughs> I'm doing a big tour next year supporting butterfingers so that's gonna be great just look up your local city and we're probably going there it's like 21 cities at least oh that's awesome yeah. like down like the east coast of australia or you're oh, also hitting about, perth and everything yeah perth um Fremantle, dunsborough awesome uh, yeah there's a few western australia shows um and butterfingers are great I that's love such a great such a great gig fig jam was my jam yeah such <laughs> a good song i'm so excited um yeah, so Manning Bar for Sydney for that one. But oh. locally in Sydney, Hustle and Flow is an institution. Um, you should check out Stay Fly Sydney, who uh, put on really great gigs, and they've got a female focus. Um, and Big Village Crew, we just did um, Freshly Squeeze was the name of the event last night, and that's an institution that's been going for eight years. Awesome. So, yeah, there's some cool things like that. Fantastic. I recommend. Um, yeah, please. Sydney specific. Please go support live hip hop. Go support live comedy. Just go support entertainment. 
Yeah, leave get your off, houses. Yeah, stop getting <laughs> off that recliner. I'm talking to myself right now. Get off that fucking recliner chair, you fat, hairy dog. No, I wouldn't call myself that. Uh, Dogs are lovable. You need no. to work on your internal yeah, monologue, really. don't you? We, we have I'm, stark contrast there. <laughs> I'm very not Kanye when it comes to internal dialogue. Um, here's a, uh, no, that's what I wrote. The next question was, where would you go to recommend some good local talent? I believe that's... Or is there any no, other you place? literally just asked that, didn't you? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I combined two questions into one. So oh, okay. the Beastie Boys book. We played Beastie Boys up front because we were going to originally um, theme this as like a nerd rap podcast, which maybe mm. we'll do on the next one. Yeah, uh, we, we kind of got a little that. bit shorter time. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, I, um... loud, audible abuse got in the way of us having a fully-fledged hour of podcast. But I mean, it's, it's all about quantity quantity right <laughs> quality guys quality i fucked up my l's and turned it into m's which turns losses into millions if you're a big sean fan um <laughs> but we did play big uh big boys oh my god i'm trying to rush this and i'm just ruining my my okay? my words man i'm having a stroke i think no um <laughs> we played beastie boys up front and beastie boys just came out with a book um in print and I just downloaded the audiobook last night. Now, the book I've heard is incredible. I genuinely have heard really good things about it. But if you guys are in any way curious... Nope. <laughs> I don't want you to do that. I want to tell you guys about the um, features that are on this. And while we're doing that, you can hopefully load up those songs. Yep. And we'll get uh, talking about Vizzy's tracks. But Yay. just listen to this. These are the people that read on the Beastie Boys album. Steve Buscemi, Bobby Cannavale, uh, Elvis Costello, Chuck D, Snoop Dogg, Will Ferrell, um, Josh Hamilton, Adam Horowitz, obviously, LL Cool J, Spike Jones, Bette Midler, what? Mixmaster Mike, Nas, Amy Poehler, John wow. C. Riley, Chloe Sylvani, John wow. Stewart. Ben Stiller, Wanda Sykes, like, and that's only probably one third of the people that. So Holy just shit! Do they get a different celebrity for every word? I think in the they book? must have. Yeah, I think Bette Midler gets a really good the in, <laughs> oh, and uh, you'll know when she says it because of that voice. Um, I'll be looking out for that. That songbird that she is. But um, yeah, so go check out the Beastie Boys book. So all right, now that we're coming to the end of the podcast, by the way, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. We're not me. wrapping it up just yet. We're gonna play some great songs off the album. I'm going to let... Do you want to handle this? And do you want to tell yeah. them about the songs and, and maybe a little bit about it before we the, play? Do we need this... Uh, I'm going to yeah, play that, my bongo drums again. Yeah, can, we need the on Just bongos. Yeah. There we go. Oh, that was a nice subtle one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play a track, Gangster. Um, it's uh, your girl rapping a bunch on a, on a beat I made that is uh, electronic sounding I guess. So Sweet. I could talk about it all day but I might just play it. Yeah and huh. you should repeatedly <laughs> for I a do. week straight. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> please uh, I think it's coming out of my phone right now you know my phone's got a great speaker
The men in the game are standing in place. Hey, you think you Man, okay, awesome. Little, so many bars sample. packed into that first verse. Yeah, thanks. Such yeah. a good beat as well. Just an all-round awesome song. Please listen to that fucking album, guys. There um, you go, yeah. Fifty Shades of Violet. Did you want to play the other one or just want to leave it on that? Leave yeah, on... maybe... You know what? It's going to sound better when they just, you know, go go buy the wax. Yeah, <laughs> go... Play it on their turntable. Go buy the wax, guys! <laughs> There's purple vinyls. Dust off that vinyl play you have in the corner of your grandmother's living room no yeah, i don't know show it to grandma She'll yeah love it. show it to the family it's christmas guys but yeah, fuck in, off that home alone soundtrack play a little bit usual of fun. places we were playing the home alone soundtrack on this place that's funny you should say that <laughs> it's the best christmas album going around it's good um it's really so yeah good. all right i reckon we say thank you everyone for listening thanks so much for tuning in um we're gonna do yeah. this again real soon uh thank you so much for being on thank the podcast bud Go listen to Fifty Shades of Violet in stores now. Catch you later, dudes. That's Bosco signing off.